podcast. <laughs> Hello and how are you doing? Welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. This is episode 27 of the show and we are live. <laughs> Only joking, we're pre-recorded, but thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Elliott and I'll be your host for today <laughs> and every other episode because hey, it's my podcast. Um, that was my radio DJ voice. Um, for sure not going to do that. I thought I would, I'd throw it in there just to start the show this week because... Um, if I was doing my own voice, I think it would it would be a low energy intro because I am hungover as I speak right now, and I'm actually in the pure height of the horrors. Um, at the minute, I'm struggling big time. It is Jesus. It is five past five past five on. Monday the 7th of May, Bank Holiday Monday, and this podcast will be coming to you literally as close to live as as possible, because as soon as I'm done with this, motherfuckers, I am putting it out there, but I am rough, Um, I always say to myself, you know, is the hangover worth it, you know, I'll only put myself in a position whereby... I'll I'll get really hammered if it's if it's worth it and you, and was it yeah it was I had a, a great weekend and um, ideally I wouldn't like the hangover but that being said the the times that preceded the hangover are definitely worth it um I was at uh, my friend Colin Geddes uh his wedding to Maureen who's another friend of mine and it was just a weekend of great fun. The wedding was brilliant. The wedding day itself was one of the best I've been to. And then the following day, there was just a big barbecue. And it was just horrendously messy. Um, it was one of those weddings where everyone's just up for it in a good spirit. They had a, a big marquee out in the countryside. And just everyone was in great form. The weather was great. Colin looked very smart, I must admit. Because I've not seen Colin wearing anything other than a t-shirt and a hat. But he was suited and booted, and he looked very sexy. And his wife now, which is weird to say, Maureen, was stunning. Absolutely beautiful, looked amazing. The whole day was amazing. The speeches, amazing. The food, the food was unbelievable, and the drink was fantastic as well. So overall, great weekend. But now, worst day of my life. I am... I don't know, it's one of those hangovers where I woke up at the beginning and thought, I don't feel actually too bad. Had a bit of food, um, just started sweating, like, ah, it's kind of kind of not how I want to be feeling. And then I, when I got back home, had to collect the baby again, I was happy to see her. But then now I go back to my house, saw the sunshine and thought, I'll get out into this garden and have a bloody good go at it. And cut the grass, tidied it up a bit because I'm moving house in a couple of weeks and... I think I just got a bit dehydrated and now I feel like I'm I'm actually going to die. I'm holding my tummy like as if I'm a little baby. I'm like, my mummy might tell me so. But I can't have my mum rub my tummy because, hey, that'd be weird. But I'm going to try, try to get through it because, as I promised, I put the podcast out on a Monday now. It's what I do. You know, people just expect the weird podcast on a Monday and I can't let the fan base down. Do you know what I mean? All 20 of you will be upset if you don't get to listen to the podcast today. And I sort of feel it's alright that it's out a bit later because it's bank holiday. And the sort of idea is that you can listen to it on the way to work. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? No, because like a lot of people won't be at work today because it's bank holiday, see? But you don't even realise that because you know, you're know you just too caught up in your own lives having a great time and sunshine. 
but you know the wedding the wedding was great um the day was fantastic it was just a great great day and um yeah it was it was fun it felt like an away wedding because it was outside of belfast and north down and greater belfast is about the height of where i travel you know that's as far as i go if it's outside of belfast or or north down i'm not keen <laughs> i don't often go but this wedding was just outside dungannon and because it was in the countryside it was just it felt like another world uh myself and fiance catherine were staying in a b&b in a wee place called moy or the locals the moy which is like just a small i think it's a village you know if it's more than a village i'm sorry and if it's less than a village you know my facts are wrong i'm an ignorant guy do i care nah but we stayed in the moy we stayed in this place called uh carlton house or whatever but it was it was weird because it was like just everything was just owned by the same family so whenever we got to this b&b um there was a wee sign on the door that said if you're looking keys to the b&b go to the pub and hey when your boy's on it, he doesn't need a second invitation to go to the pub. We went to the pub, and as I'm walking down the street, this woman just walks up to me, big grin in her face, starts waving. I'm like, do you know me, bitch? <laughs> and it turns out she's a B&B owner. I was like, oh, here we go. Let's get you in, get hooked up. So we went into this B&B, uh, got things all sorted, and uh, she just gave a sort of little chit-chat as to what the crack was. And we're like, well, I were hoping to go to the pub. And she goes, oh, well, the pub doesn't open here till you know, by, by one o'clock, whenever we got there, it was like midday. He goes, no, nah, it doesn't open for an hour. And I was like, hold on, we're, our taxi's at quarter past one, we need to get... He goes, hey, there's a bar on up the road there. You can fire in there for a couple if you wish. In fact, give us a minute. And I was like, what? She goes, give us a minute. Away she goes. Comes back, she goes, hey, I phoned in somebody, they're going to open the bar for you now. And I was like, that's sweet, that's great service. They're literally... Like, I feel like Prince Harry and Meghan have arrived here because they've just gone in and opened the bar for, for us both. That being said, I did turn up looking very intimidating. Like, if you don't know me, like, to look at, I'm, I'm not a welcoming-looking guy. You know, I, I look like I should be, like, the boss of the bouncers. You know, like, generically, generically, bouncers are just big lads, bald heads, quite scary. But then there's one that's, like, a bit older, a little bit out of shape, but still a bit of size about him, knows what he's on about, and he's the one that could kill you with two fingers. And that's how I look. So I think I intimidated her into that. But we went for first pint, and then the bar that was opened. Um, ironically, we felt like we should leave the first bar to go there, because she had just forcibly opened that bar for us. And I went, and actually, I was drinking Guinness. The Guinness wasn't as nice, and the second bar wasn't the first. So I kind of wish I'd kept my big fat mouth shut. But it worked anyway. It was the first couple of pints we had for the day. And uh, Catherine, weirdly, for the first drink of the day, was like, I'll have a vodka Red Bull. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I didn't know I married someone like this. Not that we're married yet, but we will be. But I'm getting married, you know what I'm saying? But I, I wouldn't be keen on getting married to her anymore after that. Um, who the fuck drinks vodka Red Bull as the first drink, legit? You know? You only drink vodka Red Bull if you're like, Getting to about three in the morning, for some reason, you find yourself in Thompson slash the Kremlin. You need to keep that energy alive to keep going. Do you know what I mean? That's the only time you should be drinking shit like that. Not 12.30 on a bloody Saturday, the original Sabbath. You don't be doing that shit. She wired that into her and then had cranberry and vodka at the next bar, which again, just strange drink choices. Like, she's a vegetarian, do you know? 
So I know automatically her nutrition choices are slightly awkward. A vegetarian doesn't eat mushrooms, which just means, you know, she's just a vegetarian and also a picky bitch, which, you know, I can't be dealing with that. But I just stuck to the Guinness. That was sweet. Got that in me. Had a taxi book for a quarter past one. Now, here's the problem, arrives. At five past one, I decide, hey, my stomach's a little bit dicky here. I might go to the bathroom and just, you know, lay a few foundations, if you know what I mean. Ah, dead as shit is basically what I'm saying, right? And then while I'm up there, I get a text from Catherine, like, you a taxi's here. I'm like, the taxi's supposed to be here at quarter past one. Tell that guy to wait. You know, Prince Harry can just enjoy his business and be, be there in time. And she just was getting, giving me grief to get down for this bloody taxi. So I had to really rush through my poo because, hey, I know I have a big day of heavy drinking ahead of me. I need to get myself prepped. Do you know what I mean? They say, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And I was putting major prep into this because, you know, I'm not a big drinker anymore. I used to be. I used to absolutely love it. But now I prefer to try and stay off it. You know, be a physique guy. As you guys know, I'm training at the minute. I'm trying to lose weight. But for because it was mate's wedding, I thought, you know, I'd go for it. I let loose. So I drank a lot of water to prepare myself to keep hydrated. And I just had to, you know, clean out the old uh, cabinet, make sure it was ready to go. So then she texted me, being like, getting all worked up. Hurry up, hurry up. And I, I had to put then, when I'm doing it, I'm in my suit. I've got my cufflinks on. So if you're going to be wiping, you need to take the cufflinks off. You need to take the watch off. And you need to get really right up there. Because, hey, you don't turn up to a wedding with shit in your sleeve. Do you know what I mean? No one wants shit in their sleeve. It's like, that's just not... Um, what people go for do you know what I mean like imagine you just turn up and they're like oh what's that a wee bit of mud in your sleeve I'm like nah that's skitter on my sleeve you know what skitter in their sleeve and skitter is a word that I learned when I was in the country hey you're a wee fucking skitter which means shite don't know why I went full Scottish but yeah I didn't want that so I had to get the sleeve off get the cufflinks out get the sleeve up and get up there do you know what I mean I don't and I, I need to, to, to need to do that so whenever she's calling me rushing me saying get down here taxi's here you know tell a motherfucker to wait the quarter past as agreed as per pre-scheduled booking you know what I mean I, I should be down able to like, be laying my dump until I don't know tw- like one one fourteen. do you know what I mean one fourteen. get out Scrub the hands, big on cleaning my hands by the way, just so you know I get in, get a bit of rub, get the hands wet, bit of soap, rub, 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 get the, all the different times, rinse, dry, get back on, get the Fitbit back on my wrist, you know, get my sleeve up, get my, but then she rushed me, so I had to just walk down the stairs holding my jacket with my sleeve, like sort of dangling, and then I had, had to be like a little child, be like, can you please put my cufflink back in for me, you flustered me too much and I can't do it. So then she did that and was really cross with me about it. And then we were still in the bloody taxi at quarter past one. That's the fucking guy agreed. Do you know what I mean? Fuck that guy. And normally, if you're rushing to get a shit done, you do neglect getting, you know, wiped properly. And from time to time, you know, you can have a bit of an itch. But luckily enough, I, I gave myself a thorough working over. I was ready. I got back in the car, in the taxi, ready to go to this wedding. So then we get in, and the guy goes, where's he going? And I said, anglais, por favor. <laughs> and uh, he was like, where's he heading, hey? We, took, we go, blah, 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 this address. And he goes, nah. I said, what? He goes, That's, that is where we're going, that is. He goes, no, don't tell me no fucking address, hey. Tell me as a family name. I was like, what? 
And I said, no, it's blah, blah, blah. I said, rest. And he goes, well, what's the family name? And I go, oh, the McGrath's. And he goes, fuck, why didn't you say, sure? And I was like, what sort of fucked up, bizarre world are we in? The people don't know addresses, they just know people. Hey, that's country folk. That's just what I have learned there. Like, they are a different breed. And like, you know, I wouldn't be one to be a fan of a culture. Like, I am afraid of them. I don't like that they would eat stew or mince, not even stews, mince potatoes and vegetables above, like, a bolognese. Do you know what I mean? If you've got mince, bolognese, don't be just putting gravy on it and no dog. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't be... Not no part of that shit. But that's what it is. But that's culture, isn't it? And they warmed, I warmed to them a bit. I feel like when you are in the culture's environment, they're more... They're more standable, you know. You you see what it's about. You go, I, I get that. Friendly folk, good sort of sense of community about them. They're decent. Whereas whenever they're in the Belfast, they just they stand like a th- sore thumb. Do you know what I mean? Just walking around drinking their wee half pints of milk and all. Weird. You know, wearing like it's wearing bad gear, like sports gear all the time. O'Neill's gear all the time, and like I don't mind you wearing sports gear. But hey, the guys at O'Neill's need to be taken to task. You know, they need to be looked at and go, guys, you know, design better looking gear. You know, make your gear look sleeker, more stylish. Like, I mean, the sports gear you want to wear nowadays, it's got to look like it's come straight off the catwalk in Milan. You know, the fashion houses in Milan should be designing your sportswear. Not like, like, genuinely saw a girl wearing an O'Neill's Gaelic jersey today. But what was the image on the front of it? Little bunny rabbits, like an actual photo. Of, it was weird. And it was too much colour going on. Not enough sleekness, not enough style. You know, I was no problem with O'Neill's if they just sorted out that style. Do you know what I mean? Make Gaelic tops sexier. That should be a movement. We're starting at the weird podcast. Make them sexier. Because they're not sexy at the minute. And also, if you're Adidas, sue them. Because they are steroking the three-stripe, no doubt about it. And they're just being let go of it because they're weird, bizarre world ways. The cultures. So where are you going? Oh, we're heading to um my house. Oh, where is it? Oh, it's blah blah blah. This is the address. No, what's the name? And they tell him my own name. That's weird. Weird. Do you know what I mean? They do things differently. But we got to the wedding at last anyway, and we arrived, and we were greeted with coffee, which was nice. I think it was like a precursor. Of what they expect, they're like, nah, get there and get a coffee in there because I know everyone that's invited here is a Halyan and this is gonna be a pretty loose day. But we got coffee in me, got a bit of excitement, and then the booze started. We were drinking, oh, I, I think I drank about two kegs of Guinness myself and about four liters of red wine, and that's what I drank the whole time just red wine and Guinness. Hence why I'm still now 15 minutes into my podcast holding my tummy and crying. But you know the tears that whenever you just don't have enough hydration in your body? That uh, that you are crying but there's no tears, just salt. Just salt rolling down my face. Just pink Himalayan sea salt just rolling down my, my big fat cheeks. You know what that's it? And... Uh, the wedding, yeah, it was great. I kind of feel weird talking about it. Don't want to like give it all away because I'm sure Colin will talk about it in his podcast. Do you know what I mean? I don't want people to be listening to his podcast and be like, oh, I want to hear about this wedding. Oh, no. Dave's already told us all about it. 
So, all I'm maybe going to focus on that I don't think Colin will talk about is the music that they had at the start of the, the wedding, which was great. And they had this guy in the band who... It's hard to describe him any other way than a wee sexy bastard. That's what he was. And, like, there's sexy that's, like... You know, you see, like, you see, as a heterosexual man, you'd see a woman and go, oh, she's a pretty woman. Oh, she's nice, like... But very rarely... Do you find a guy so sexy and not be gay? You know, because mostly if you fancy guys and you're a guy, that's gay. You know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it is gay. Factually, it is gay if a guy likes a guy. But this guy, he doesn't make you gay, bisexual, straight, nothing. He transcends sexuality. He is just a sexy little bastard. You know, this guy, he was like a white version of Prince. You're like, yo, you're a dude, but why are you so pretty for? You know, I'm just looking at my... My fiance was with me there going like, I would maybe, you know, swap you for him. She's like, hi, I know you're, you're bantering. I was like, yeah, I was. <laughs> but legit, this dude was like, he was about five foot eight, I'm hazarding, right? I'm probably weighed, I'm thinking he would be like eight or nine stone, maybe less than height, maybe five, six. Eight or nine stone, I think. He had like really nice boots on, tight shiny trousers black trousers and like a very sparkly jacket but he also had a shirt on but yo here comes the spoiler alert the shirt it was sheer if you don't want sheer is it see-through you can see it all you can see pecs six-pack nipples pierced they weren't pierced but i imagine they were but that's what he had on that was his outfit then he had hair which it was wasn't long, wasn't short, it was like shoulder length, but like curled. It was like ringlet hair, it was just unbelievable. And it looked like he was wearing makeup, but he had eyes to die for. He had eyes that you looked like if you looked into his eyes too long, you'd be under his spell. And hey, I was staring right into them, hoping that I would be. But he was one sexy little motherfucker, like. And I don't know what his name was, but when I find out, I will let you know and you can look him up because... You will also agree, this guy is, you know, one of, like, you'd fancy him not, and just, it would just be fine. Do you know what I mean? He is that sexy. And he just happened to be a very good guitarist as well. And then once he finished doing a wee bit, he just disappeared, didn't even stay for drinks, sadly. You know? Because I think he realised that his sexiness didn't just appeal to me. Like, everyone was drilling over him, all guys, all girls, just like this is one strange little sexy guy talented wee fuck like it he's great and i'm gonna find out what he's called and i'm gonna tell you guys to look him up book him to your weddings in fact just book him generally get him to come play at your house invite me around and we'll just look at this guy sweet looking dude whoa i got sidetracked there i wasn't even gonna talk about him because he knew it would distract me but hey i've done it and that's where we're at you know deal with it I'm having strange feelings right now inside. I'm struggling with my own sexuality. Hey, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But it was an experience. And now I have to try and somehow get back to normal life. This is where I struggle. I'm now at the age where I really struggle with hangovers. Like, I am fucking having a horrible day here. Like, I am sitting in my house right now. Catherine and the baby are away to Tesco's. To get some food because you know I can't leave the house. I feel like I am I'm like a prisoner. Like I should be kept 
in a basement under lock and key by an Austrian father with a weird haircut and sweet moustache. That's what I deserve because I shouldn't be, be able to be seeing the light of day. The Muderman and the feeling I have inside me I just feel like I'm going to be sick and there's nothing in me to be sick. It's horrible. Ugh. And then the worst thing about it is I'm back to the, the gym life. Tomorrow at 6am, the physique guy is back pumping. For any guys looking at an update on things, I've got now lost 8 pounds and 8 ounces in my, my last 4 weeks of going to the personal trainer, Matt. And he has been wrecking me. But it's been all good. I've still another 6 months till I get married. So by that stage, I want to be as sexy a bastard as that guy who was playing in the band. I'm not going to be. I'm still going to be like about flipping... 20 stone but I'll be lean I'll be like of some sort of powerlifting bastard but then but yeah the thought of going back to the gym is not appealing to me like because I feel like I've given I've, I've cheated on that life for the last three days because normally at least if I'd have a drink I'd probably try and eat well again and I'm eating good today nope did I eat well over the weekend nope probably like the, the wedding food wasn't too bad like but then the next day at the barbecue I had burgers I had something called a peanut stack in Bob and Bert's, which was just like essentially peanut butter and chocolate and peanut butter and chocolate and peanut butter and chocolate into like a square and it was about I'm talking 20 centimeters high and it was nice for like maybe the first two spoonfuls and then by the rest of it I just felt like it's gonna be sick in my mouth and then out of my mouth overspill would hit everywhere essentially it'd just be fully sick is what I'm trying to say but yeah it was put me in a trough yesterday whenever I was uh under the wedding hangover. But then we went back for the barbecue just after that. It was supposed to be at 3 o'clock we were supposed to go for the barbecue. Ended up going at 1. Just absolutely pounding the booze. Played the drinking game Ring of Fire, which is a bit like King's. And I was playing it with Guinness to start. And then got a couple of litres of red wine on into me. And there's a rumour going about. You know, again, it's only a rumour. I don't believe it because I didn't see it. Apparently, I may or may not have fallen asleep whilst playing this game. I had my sunglasses on so no one actually saw my eyes, but apparently I was snoring. But hey, I don't recall it. I think I was awake. I think I was... Co- I think I was... Not copus mentis, is it? I don't care. I was awake anyway. Fuck those haters trying to bring me down. Trying to say that I drank the, you know, the downing two litres of wine is, is over-the-top behaviour. Hey, you know what? When you're playing a drinking game, you play it properly. That's all I was doing. Fell asleep, maybe it did. I don't know, can't justify it. I can't answer if I fell asleep or not. But if it did, you know, don't care. <laughs> Proud of myself. I'm still here, still kicking, and I've got the baby back, which is fun with a hangover. Thank goodness she's been being good today. But oh, dreading the gym tomorrow. And I do like circuits and stuff in the gym as well, which is worse. Which I'll probably be sick in the morning if I'm feeling anything like this. You'll have me flipping up and down, up and down. Lifting weights, sweating, doing sprints, running, cross-training, rowing, doing squats, doing step-ups, doing kettlebell, carry, shoulder press. And that's just a warm-up. Makes me do horrible stuff, just bust me. Oh, don't even bear thinking about. Near fell asleep again there. I was just feeling so bad. But, yeah, it's not going to be a good time for me tomorrow at all. But we'll get through it because I made the choice to to be so fucking naughty over the weekend. But it's definitely worth it. Do you know? It was worth it. And what else are bank holiday weekends for? It's May Day after all. 
By the way, good call May Day out here. I found out whilst we were away, um, my mum was looking after Holly, and she brought her into Hollywood for May Day. As as you may not may or may not be aware, there's a like a fair, a fete, whatever you call it, fesh, what I've heard people call it. Only people should be calling it the fish of Sean Connery. I went down to a holiday for the Moody Fish. It's fantastic. I'm like, oh, what'd you do? Ash. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say that. Sean Connery, ash, stick up your arse. It's the only thing I can imagine him saying. But anyway, um, they went to the, the fair in Hollywood and brought Holly to the fair. And whilst they were there, I discovered there was this uh, competition on. Don't know why I went full Graham McDowell there. Went down uh, to Hollywood. Found out that there was a full competition on, you know. Put the baby in suits and, uh, yo, you know. But no, there's a competition on called the Bonnie Baby Competition. Which is apparently just essentially for, like, the fittest baby. You know, the hottest, sexiest, cutest, whatever way you want to, whatever term you want to use, baby. And Holly didn't win. Apparently some other punk-ass bitch won instead. But mum was telling me that whenever the mayor of Hollywood was giving out the award, he was speaking to the person who won it before, whenever he was judging. Which, hey, bit creepy if you're a dude going around judging who's the sexiest baby. You know what I mean? Maybe check out what you're doing. Like, who's here? You to be going around going, yeah, that's a, that's a cute baby. Does it for me, that baby. Does, oh why? Oh why? You know, look at yourself, mate. Unless you gave it to Holly, but you didn't. But my mum was saying that the guy who did win it, the mayor was talking to him, and he says, here. To the baby's dad, not the baby, because the baby can't speak. Here. Then I used to work with you, and the guy's like, oh, I, of course you did. And he's like, oh, Paul, what about you, mate? Blah, 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 chat, chat, chat. It's a fix. So if you're the one who won the Bonnie Baby contest in Hollywood, your baby's a fucking cheater. You need to, you need to, what you need to do, you need to contact me via social media and you say I'm sorry Dave my baby isn't the bonniest baby should have been Holly and there's the medal and I'll actually come to your house and I will take the medal not from you I want you to put it into your baby's hand and I'm going to take it from the baby because my Holly should have won that competition and it's a bloody farce that she didn't and listen Hollywood and North Down Borough Council who asked me to put the Christmas tree lights on last year and I said no you know what if you ask me to do it again I'm still going to say no because you're crooked. And I don't deal with crooked ass punks. Crooked ass punk bitches. I don't deal with that shit. You hear me player? Don't be fucking with me. <clears throat> so there you have it. North Down. Being called out. By one of its own. You know. I know a lot of people associate Shane Todd. With being from North Down. Yo I'm from North Down. I've been from North Down for longer. I represent that. You know, he left North Down, as did I. But hey, I'm moving back to North Down in 10 days. The countdown's on. I'm moving back to the Gold Coast. I've got the house all sorted. I'm actually recording my podcast now. Sound probably sounds amazing because I'm surrounded by boxes. Just boxes in my life. Just everything boxed up, ready to move. And the big move-in date is the 17th of May. Oi, oi, oi. Which just happens to be one day before the 18th of May, which everybody knows is my stand-up show, Dad, in the Strand Arts Centre, a.k.a. the Strand Cinema, a.k.a. everyone's first date, first lumber, 
First BJ probably, am I right? No, haha. <laughs> no, I never got a BJ until I was like 29. <laughs> and that was just from a mate who pitied me. Fair play to you, Maka. Good lad. Anyway, that's when my gig is. And here, guess what? People like me. There's oddly a lot of tickets being sold for this gig so far. So what I'm saying to you is if you want to come see my new show, which um, if any of you saw my last show, uh, this one's better. I prefer the material. It's funnier, it's better, it's more current. Um, I like talking about it. Come see it. The show is only £6 a ticket. OMG, holy fuck. Why are they that price? Because I didn't price them. Because if I did, there would be more money. But they're that price. And un- unless I'm doing another show with uh, a promoting promoter or like a, a, th- a bloody festival like this kind of is. You know, I'm going to be charging you all extortionate prices. Because I am an egomaniacal freak. So basically, just get on the Strand Arts Centre website. Go through my social media. Buy tickets to my show. Dad at the Strand Arts Centre on May 18th. And come see me. I'll be trialling some stuff for that at the Pavilion. Uh, on Monday, the 14th or something. I don't know. Fuck one of those days before anyway i've got some new bits i want to test out so if you want to basically come see that for four quid or something whatever it is in do that but hey all i'm saying is you'll see an army for six quid on the friday whereas you can watch like 15 minutes of me on the monday for four quid and then there's a load of other acts who um might be you know if you're funny you might be might be as funny as me do you know what i mean so what i'm saying is come see an army it's better on the 18th of may or it's still come to the open mic on the 14th, so I'm trying stuff, but hey, for sure, come the one the 18th. Do you know what I mean? That's the show I'm trying to sell. I'm hungover, I'm forgetting my words, I'm forgetting my lines, I'm forgetting to actually be sound and promote things equally because you know what? I feel like I want to kill myself right now, I'm not that sick. And uh, I've told Catherine, who's a vegetarian, to get me these things. I said, Get me, um, when you're in Tesco's, a couple of chicken olives. She's like, what are chicken olives? I'm like, ah, oh, it's just this chickeny thing. It's like chicken with like, you know, a bit of olive in it. Because obviously she still thinks I'm a physique guy. <laughs> Which doesn't realise that a chicken olive is just a big fat bit of chicken rolled in stuffing with fucking delicious flavouring on top. Kept together with elastic string. <clears throat> I'm getting a root thinking about it. Oh, I bet you though the, the bitch will get there. And then be like, oh, I didn't realise there's something so fattening for the fat boy. I'm not getting it. And I'll be like, oh, what'd you get me? And she'll go, celery. And then I'll go, see, I think it's in your second finger from your pinky on the left hand. She'll go, yeah, and I'll give me that back, bitch, because you dumped. You dumped, baby. I ain't want to marry no motherfucker that buys a Playboy celery. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, that's a joke, because you, I'll never, <laughs> I'll never dump her, because... I'll never get anyone else. Huh? Yeah. She better. All I'm saying is she better sort me a nice tucker because I'm hungover. And then I'm going to go back to being super good from tomorrow again because I can't. I'll, I reckon I'll have put on about a pound or two over the weekend. And I want to get the 10 pounds off because from the 21st of May, I'm doing a big four week diet where I need to like properly diet. Like really, that's horrible. But that's what my PT makes me do and he's, he's working a good job and I'm... And I gotta keep going, gotta do that, do you know what I mean? Ugh. But yeah, the big house moves happening. I'm doing a show, so I'm excited. Um 
I'm hoping to. I don't really know. I'm struggling a bit because I, I I normally prepare the podcast a bit better, but I'm just winging it today because I've got like false confidence because I'm hungover. Do you ever get that? You're like, ah, fuck, it'll be sweet. I'm hungover. I'll deal with it. But I've got a load of uh, soundproofing tiles, is what I mean. So I bought these soundproofing tiles for the office in Hollywood, which I'm um, bar the actual fact that I've got an office and boycotting Hollywood generally because um, they screwed Holly. And um, if these soundproofing tiles, they make the Boytown studio sound better because everyone keeps saying to me, yeah, we love Boytown. It's a great podcast. Very funny. Um, but also your weird podcast is actually better sound. It is the... Um, Dynamics isn't the word. The acoustics, I think, is what I mean. Um, is better in this podcast. The dynamics probably better in Boytown because it's got myself and Shane trying to mug each other off most of the time, and that's funny. Whereas this is just me talking, you know, just Christopher talking, having a good time here by myself, mostly whining about stuff. But today, not so much. I'm just chatting, and hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. Um, and if you do enjoy it, you know, maybe get people to. You know, pass on that you like the podcast. Check it out on Monday. Do you know I mean if you, all you can do is download it, have a listen? If you don't like it, you know, um, what's wrong with you? But also, fair play, it's your choice. You know, so if you haven't already, get onto my uh, onto my iTunes weird podcast. Give me a five star review, please, or five stars rating, and then write a comment. And if the comment is weird enough, I'll read it in the podcast. To be fair, I haven't checked if there's been any more recently because, um. It would be weird if I just checked that up all the time. Be like a semi-egomaniacal. I'm not that bad. If you're the sort of person who checks up your your iTunes reviews on a daily basis, yeah, you probably eat people's skin. You know, probably like Armin Mivas that I spoke about last week. You, you eat you eat people's skin if you check that up every day. I am aware Shane probably does that with uh, Boytown, but you know, he's all of a sudden vegan, so maybe he was eating face. Just saying. Oh, anyway, I'm gonna get into these questions before um, before I uh, go into any other rabbit holes. Right, we'll go for Twitter questions first, shall we? Yeah, sure, we shall because hey, you know I'm the one doing it. Glenn Lindsay has asked, "In UEFA, if UEFA see sense, would you let them use the Champions League of Weird jingle instead of the original?" Yo, if UEFA want to use the Champions League of Weird. They can do that. I'll let them do it in exchange for like a couple of million quid. You know, that's fair enough. I'll let them have the jingle. I'll take maybe three to four mil. I'll give some of that money towards um the baby bull who made the video for or made the song for me. Um but hey, he hasn't written the podcast in a while, so maybe I'll just keep all that doing myself. But um I would definitely um let you if you use it for Champions League Weird and the way the results have gone the Champions League this year. It, it, it is weird and they deserve the jingle um, Michael Jardine has said would be keen to find out what the weirdest item you've ever bought a partner any bespoke pieces anything saucy alright Michael relax or anything just downright weird that made you look like a well odd dude um, you know I used to pride myself on buying people weird gifts because in my thinking you know if people aren't expecting a gift and you say, hey, I've got you something. They're like surprised, they're blindsided by it and they think, oh, it's really kind, thank you. But then whenever you give them the gift and it's weird, it's just a funny dynamic. Do you know what I mean? 
Like I remember when I used to go to like friends' houses for the first time, I would bring their parents' presents. I remember I went to a friend of mine, Peter's house, when I was like in school. And I, was, I said to my mum, you need to stop. I need to go into the shop real quick to get something for, for Peter's mum. She was like, all right, pretty kind. Went in, got some stuff, came out, had the stuff in the bag. And my mum was like, so what did you buy her? And I went, I got her some frozen peas, some string, and a candle. And not like a Yankee candle, just a thin white candle. And my mum was like, "There, those gifts are really weird. I'm like, yeah, she might need string. You know, she might need a candle if the lights go out. Oh, Charlie, it's my dog going absolutely mad. Ape shit here. Two seconds and I'll be back. Cheers for hanging on there. That was uh, what's known as uh, an impromptu and unwelcome interruption by Charlie the dog. And what he was doing there was just letting me know that, hey, Catherine and Holly had come back from the shops. So thanks for that, Charlie. And yes, Catherine did bring me chicken olives. Not before... She told me um, that she hadn't, which, look, I'm, would ne- I'm totally against hitting women and domestic abuse in general, but the thought crossed my mind of striking her with a, a swift shot with my forearm, not, not a fist, because, I mean, I'm not an animal, with a forearm, just to the jowls slightly, just to stun her a bit, and then be like, yo... Respect daddy, do you know what I mean? And then I would have had to go to Tesco's myself, which I wasn't capable of doing, but that was just a joke from her. Ha ha ha, very funny. Not funny, don't joke with a hungover man and food. Anyway, Michael, the, que- the, the question you asked, what's the strangest present that I have probably got? Well, whenever Holly was born, I was told, oh, you need to get me a push present. Because, you know, it isn't enough that I'm just having a child in the, brought into the world and I'm going to just have to constantly pay for everything that you know she needs basically um, I'm basically moving house putting a roof over her head and Catherine's head that's not enough no I need a push present as well engagement ring no not enough I need a push present so I went you know what I'm going to get you something that'll be unique bespoke and something that you would not forget so I did I got her a a nice pen not just any old pen, no. It was a pen that was the exact shape of a finger. So it was a finger pen. Is it good for um is it good for writing with? Nope. It's chunky, it's clunky, it's not very uh, accurate. But does it look sweet? Yes it does. Is it does it look creepy? A little bit. But hey, that's probably the weirdest present um, that I have ever gotten anybody. Now we're heading on to the Instagram questions. We have actually more questions this week. Um, the Chris's, of course, have come through, thank goodness. But uh, first of all, it's Davey Witt has asked, or he said, Love the pod, Dave. Thanks, Davey. Craft beers, here to stay or a silly fad. Find it a bit much when a bar has two-page menus for beers, to be honest. Here's my opinions on craft beers. Fuck those guys I hate craft beers You know why? I think craft beers are mugging people off I think if you've tasted one craft beer You've tasted all of the craft beers And if you've tasted one craft beer You've tasted shit Because they all taste like shit And I'm hoping, I'm praying It's just a fad and it fucks off soon And people just go back to drinking proper beer Without thinking 
um, it's got a wee taste of hops in it. It's been crafted in, uh, I've, I've used an old pair of my grandmother's uh, bloomers. Um, of course, three-day-old bloomers um, worn to filter through the yeast and the hops. We've used literal yeast from her yeast infection to make this craft beer. And then I stored it in my bath for three weeks. Mm. And when I drink it, it makes me screw a beard and wear a woolly hat, even in the height of summer. Now, nah, fuck the whole movement. Fuck craft beers. Cr- fuck that scene. I hate it. Just tastes like special brew to me. Every craft beer tastes like special brew. If you put special brew in a different tin and called it craft brew, people would be like, oh, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, I just literally drank two tins of the stuff and I am wired to the moon and fuck my own cousin. Because that's special brew make you do. There's no actual uh, truth in that story at all. I don't have anything to admit. But yeah, essentially, fuck craft beer. And thanks for the question, Davey. Um... Chris number one, Chris Henning. Henning? I said that really weird this week because I've got a wee bit of a nasally nose. I didn't mean that, Chris. I'll say again, Chris Henning, not Hennig. Henning. I said, Dave, Dave, Dave. Scooter was immense. The Telegraph building is a cracker venue. Hey, man, it's great. We actually... don't know if I want to give out spoilers or not here. Um, We could very well be doing a comedy show in there, but keep the ear to the ground for that. Um... My question is, did anyone make a tube of themselves at Colin Geddes' wedding? Well, I'm going to say nobody made a tube of themselves. There was a lot of drinking done, but I don't think anyone made a tube of themselves. And the fact that I'm saying nobody made a tube of themselves would make me think, perhaps, I was a tube. I'll find out in due course. I have a bit of a fear and I have a hangover, so it's looking kind of like it could be me right now. But, again, what's the space? Holly Crooks has said, Dave, just finished Bates Motel. And now I don't know what to do with my life. I've been there, Holly. There is life after Bates Motel, although at the time it doesn't feel like it. Where do I go from here? Absolutely loved it, despite Rihanna ruining season five with the acting capacity of a piece of cardboard. Sly Holly. Um, Norman saying, Mother was gross, but did you, like me, think he was going to smack the lips in his own mummy? Yeah, and to be fair, I'm disappointed he didn't, because that would have been sexy AF. Not the, the incest, just to watch the two actors, you know. Would have been pretty good. Um, I thought that, yeah, it was going to happen. And I thought something creepy might have happened with their corpse that he dug up and kept in his uh, cellar. But it didn't. And it just it just made me feel sad. Not because of that, but just the whole end of it was just an emotional roller coaster. Everyone you love just being killed off. It's terrible. Spoiler alert, by the way. You know, that's what we do in the Weird Podcast. We give spoiler alerts after we've given out spoilers. So sorry for that. Um, and re, 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 Riri, R-I-R-I, Ririana. Um, yeah, her acting wasn't great and also so annoying that it wasn't actually her in the char scene. Sly, that was a dude. You've mugged me off there, Bates Motel. That would have redeemed the fact that she's a terrible actress, but you didn't do it, you screwed me. Um, yeah, Bates Motel, if any of you haven't seen it on Netflix, check it out. Great show. Last question of the day, Chris Barr. Hey Dave, hope you enjoyed the wedding you were at and I hope that the food was better than what the food this woman likes to eat. This is what I like what Chris does. He gives me a little intro, then he hits me up with a story. The story this week uh, is... Bum, bum, bum. Enjoy the, 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 the dead air there. Woman who eats bricks? Mmm. 28-year-old woman picks away at her bedroom wall to satisfy bizarre cravings. And looking at the photo over here, she clearly eats more than bricks because she's um, large and in charge, no doubt. Um, causes her to have cravings for things with no nutritional value. Mm, lies. For people... But let me just go back to it. But for Patrice Benjamin Ram Gulam, I tell you what, I like that name. You have Patrice Benjamin Rangalang. Rangalang. It's a tablespoon of bricks scraped from her bedroom wall. 
The 28-year-old suffers from a condition which makes her crave bricks all the time and claims that she's suffered no health problems from eating them. See, in the future, there'll be health problems. There'll be probably gallstones, bladder stones, and hey, no doubt you'll be shitting bricks. Oh shit, like me there when that alarm went off. For any of you who don't know what that alarm was, that was basically my cooker going, hey Dave, the food that's in me is cooked, it's ready, come get that. So um, basically I have to go do that because it is my dinner, which uh, people won't often ask me about losing weight and going to the gym. What a, a physique guy, which is what I am, hey? What a physique guy eats. Chicago Town deep fried pizza, or deep fried, deep pan pizza. It could be deep fried, but I'm not that desperate yet. It's what I call the hangover, guys. You know what I mean? I'm getting that into me. It's my dinner. It's Catherine's dinner. Um, I went away, paused the podcast, went and took the pizzas out, put mine on the top shelf, hers on the bottom shelf. Hers is cooked to perfection. Mine's burnt. Like the bitch that Eamon used to go out with. You burnt bitch, I heard the story. Niche reference for an early naughty song. Fuck you by Fuck It, I Don't Want You Back by Eamon. The most culty name ever for just a one-named rap artist. But anyway, that's what burnt my pizza is. And the question just before we go from Chris um, at the end of all this is what's the weirdest thing you've seen happen in a restaurant? Um, probably a time myself and my mate Phil stripped naked in the water margin and did a dance on a table, got thrown out. Um, that was the last time I was 10 out of 10 drunk before this weekend, which I'm now going to go get this pizza into me, hopefully vanquish this hangover and try and be in the gym for 6am tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. But guys, Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, follow my Facebook page, Dave LA Comedy. Give it a big like, give it a share, let people invite people to like it, be heroes. Get on my Instagram, Dave LA Comedy, which by the way, I post most of my stuff on Instagram, so get on that. And also Twitter for questions, the Dave Elliot, because Dave LA Comedy is too long for Twitter, apparently. So get on that, and if you haven't already, rate and subscribe the podcast on iTunes, be little dolly birds, be little heroes, be little champions. Sort of playboy hustler out. And I'll see you next week. I won't see you, I'll talk into the mic and put it out next week, but you can listen to it. Peace out. <laughs>